Put balls in hole. What? Our puts, newest Patreon puts member. balls in holes. Puts balls in AKA holes. AKA Vash. Vash. Shrimp's fiance. Mm-hmm. What up? Yes. He, he posted to uh, Discord for you. What's up, man crush? Yeah. So thank oh, you dude. for joining. <laughs> Send me a picture of you, man. <laughs> that <Yeah>. sounded weird. <laughs> Uh, you realized we're married. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. I'm a, I'm a catfish. I'm almost in like someone like <laughs> like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, did he you, can see you. Did you just get that beer? Would you like one? Have you tried this one yet? Mm-mm. Here, try this one. I'll try that one. Because you want a cold beer? No, just can I have that one first? He is so transparent. I really don't care. I'll drink it if it's warm. I don't care. No, I'm just kidding, Jen. I need nope. to start being nice. Nope, it's fine. If I'll you put your it. mouth on it, I'm done. You already asked for that no. one. So I'll don't, drink this one. don't. He likes this beer. I know he does, but he I wants do. a cold beer so he can have a cold beer. And I'm well, being there's kind. There's one right there. Yep. I brought you a new one already, but you didn't even notice. You didn't say thank you. And now you have a cold beer and I drink your half drinking one. <sighs> So I just want everyone to know that I am kind. Kind of a Self-sacrificing. Oh. <laughs> kind of a bitch. <laughs> Is that what you think of me? No, he's just being an ass. Oh, I want him to answer the question. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> we have screwdrivers here for the episode. Mm-hmm. Her instruction. Which means my mom's going to be driving me home. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mom. She's shopping right now. We didn't think that she got back safe from the FedEx Center. I was like, dang, she got real lost. I was really concerned for a second. Um, But yeah. But she made it. She somewhere, did. Somewhere. What if she comes back drunk? Then you're fucked. Because y'all can't stay here. <laughs> so uh, I put this together for Taro, who was Taro. Our, our first donation on, our, on the YouTube live. We didn't know that that was even a thing. And she was our first donator. So yeah. Thank you. So thank you. Thank you, Taro. Should we make that a thing? It's a thing. What we didn't even know it was a thing. No, but I mean, like as far as being able to take shots. No, because then we'll take like seventeen. Like people will be. That's okay. <laughs> it's not okay for our livers. We'll just take what we can tolerate and we'll put them on a list. Surprise shots! Surprise shots! We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. This is one of the craziest stories ever, especially coming from the Arthur Shawcross story. I hope you guys like that one. But we're, I mean, are you guys ready? Yeah, we're ready. So I ended last episode, I ended it right where Nicole gets thrown in a hole. Nicole in the hole. Uh, I'm going to title the episode. Nicole hole. Nicole's hole. I am the troll, the whole troll, wasn't that from yeah. it's always something? <laughs> Pay the toll to the troll. Yeah, the whole, something. Ah, uh, dang, Brandon will know. It's, what's that? The, it's always sunny. The pay the troll and the boys hole or something. I don't know. All right, I'm starting this episode Thanksgiving Day. Nicole wakes up. Not this Nicole. No, Josephine. And she is bound, naked, in a damp basement. A cellar is dark. The radio is blaring, which is going to be for the next four months. And as I said before, she survived. So we're talking about her book. We're actually reading from her book tonight, Cellar Girl, from her testimony. And we're reading from Cellar of Horror. Mm. I hope it was FM radio and not AM radio. The sex slave murders. Oh. Well, I will tell you, she said, Josephine, who was down in the hole for four months, with the radio blaring, that she never noticed it before, but DJs on radio stations play the same 20 songs over and over and oh, over. Oh, yeah. And especially if you're on a current hits station. So think about it 24 hours a day, the same song over and over and over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. You know, and she was saying in her book, the book is really good, her book. And she was saying how 
fake those DJs are, you know, how they sound fake and yeah. stuff like that. Kind of like the podcasters out doing live streams these days, I guess. Mm. But anyway. Yeah, those guys are the worst. She comes to, she's in this hole. She didn't get any sleep, but she hears someone coming downstairs. And obviously that's Gary Heidnick. Now, Gary has the padlock keys with him. So there's going to be a point where she thinks about overpowering Gary. But if she was to do that, she would be locked in her chains because he doesn't bring the padlock key to her ankle chains with him. Something mm -hmm. like that. So if she was to do that, she would starve to death. Her struggle is going to become very surreal because when he leaves, she hears the car leave. That scares her. I mean, you wouldn't think it would, but let's be honest, you're in this cellar and if he leaves and he gets in a car wreck and he dies, you starve to death. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So being in that type of captivity, you really sort of form a like a bond. Mm. You know, you 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 need this guy, right. sort of, you know? I know it's crazy, but She's going to go through all that stuff, but he wants to break her in because she's been yelling and screaming all night. Is this like a break in, break her in, kind of like the... Um like a dog. Or like a baseball man. No, what was the story we did where it was like the tape recording? Oh, God. Oh, the toy box killers? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. But it's just one guy, not multiple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the indoctrination. When you think about that one, it's like the, the lady had, you know, she could have done something. <laughs> So he brings down a wooden stick and he's, Gary's determined to break her in. He's got to stop this yelling. No one can hear her outside. The radio's blaring too loud and she can't access the radio because she's chained up to a leaky water pipe. But still, he's got to get her to stop yelling. So I'm starting this story on Thanksgiving Day, 1986. He brings down a wooden stick and without saying anything, calm and collective, which is Gary Heidnick, he does the following... And this is from Josephine's own words. The heavy pole came crashing down on my side, whacking all the air out of me and leaving me wheezing in shock. Again, he raised the large stick in his hand and gripping me by the hair, brought it down once again on my side. I was paralyzed with pain. Again and again, the stick came down, now on my legs, back and buttocks. I couldn't see him anymore through the pain and tears, but his voice above me was unemotional and mechanical. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Mm. Very monotone there. Yeah, so it's not enough to keep a woman captive. You have to abuse her with a wooden stick, too. I don't well, imagine it was like a feather torture. You know, it's probably something. Well, take a guess now. Why does he want her to be a captive? And these types of people, they are called collectors. And there's certain collectors out there. It's not like um, David Parker Ray. They're like torturers or Bob Burdella. A collector is based on a, a movie from the 70s. Which, we need to watch that. I don't yeah. think we've watched it yet. The Collector. But it's, it's this will have to be one of our October screenings. And this is not quick. This isn't the, the actual nomenclature, but... These these killers these killers are called collectors oh. from in the true crime community. It's like um, Joseph, uh, what's his name? The guy that held his daughter in the dungeon. He's collect. He oh the German guy. He wants to have a captive like a butterfly. If you think of a butterfly, you put a butterfly in a glass case, and then you can ad admire it. You can do whatever you want. It's yours. You take a woman off the street. You put her in a dungeon. You. Can can admire it or you can do whatever you want. It's yours. It's not 
the streets anymore. She doesn't have her own life. It's yours. Sounds a lot like you. You're collecting it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what a collector is. And that's what, who we're talking about tonight. He you is, is in the Netflix? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like you. It's not, like, not you or you. You, he. the Netflix. Oh, that sounds sh- a lot like the series. Not, like Joe and yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Joe Goldberg. Wait, you, can, you can't hear screaming, right? No, you did a good job soundproofing. We you, I know do you not guys have a that. basement in South Carolina. No, no. basement. No. Uh, Actually, no, that's not true. I did go to a, a house when I was looking for houses that did have a basement. In, it was a fallout shelter. You guys are high. It's in 2020. Dude, I might my pawpaw has a basement. My parents have a basement. You guys are high you, on meth. You do not in the on the coast. No basements. No, in, in the town that I live in, there was a house are- that I looked at that had a basement, but it also was a fallout shelter. They had bunk beds and shit. And That'd I cool. was like this close to bidding on that house, but then I decided that I didn't want that house. Jen, I feel like someone would collect you in their cellar. I feel like this could be. I don't your- think I- anyone wants me, so I That's, think I'm safe. I, that was like a well, a weird compliment. Thanks, John. Uh, yeah, it was a weird compliment, but I would have to reject that compliment because I really don't think I'm that desirable. Don't be mean to yourself. Not being mean to myself. I'm being you realistic. You are. No. Although that's weird You're that being we're negative. saying. You said, that, like, you said last episode. Somebody wants to collect you in their basement. <laughs> no one wants to collect me in their basement. Someone, I'm not being mean. I'm being realistic. No one wants to collect me in my in their basement because, you know, I'm a bigger figure. I could like, Wah! like I could, I'm like the same size as a man. You know, no one wants to collect me in their basement. But I'm not saying that I can't find a man who wants to value me and spend time with me. I'm just saying no one wants to collect okay, me in their basement. Enough. I think I think the next man you find will be some sort of psycho collector. Yeah. Great. What a wonderful thing. I did want to at least mention what James said. Gary Heidnick was an inspiration for Jamie Gum in the film Silence of the Lambs. Oh, look at you. Coming in hot. There you go. And and you that will make more sense to you. The guys. lotion in the basket? And James, you know you you're one of my favorite people, man. You are He's always He's here. A, you're always there supporting us. He's you're, very active on Patreon. You're there supporting me or Brienne or us or Brienne and you're just you say some really smart things man I really appreciate you here dude Mm. I'm drunk that well, was that's not happened. a very, I mean, it okay, was let, a strong me, screwdriver, but. Let me say. Eh. I don't think so. I just taste orange juice. L- let me say, James, you're absolutely right. He was 100%. And we're talking about Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Right. The put the lotion in the basket. Would you fuck me? You're you're going to. I'd fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those moments when I was in Greenville. I was like, you know what? A like, tuck in moment? <laughs> no, not t- a tuck in. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything to tuck. <laughs> fuck you. But I was like, you know what? Like. Yeah, I am beautiful, okay? You like, are that's, beautiful. That's oh, why God, I don't feel on. like I would have a collector. I feel like have have someone that values me. Jen, are we going to do this? You literally said on last episode that you're not going to put negativity in it. I'm and- not. Nothing that I've said has been negative. It's just you've taken it that way. Let's move on. Okay, move on, Jen. Keep the story going. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. Gary Heidnick is a collector, is what I'm trying to say. He, as Nicole read, beats her senseless. Not the, this is not going to be the last time, but he takes his wooden stick and she is crying. She, the tears are coming down. And I mean, he is wailing, wailing on her over and over and over with no emotion. If I go in the backyard and take a stick and just start hitting a tree over and over and over, I don't care. You know, like I don't have any emotion about it. It's that same way. He is just beating her. He's doing it for a reason, though. He's purposely trying to break her in. 
And that's why it's mechanical. He's also, when he, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Sorry, Sergey Brin from Google. When he rapes her, which is- Is that the person that said that that word is not allowed? No, it's just like YouTubers, I think. Or like, I guess you get strikes or whatever if you say Oh, rape. someone reported you? No, it's, no, it's not. You? No, it's not just me. It's like you can't say rape anymore. Just like you can't say suicide. Oh, so when he aped her- <laughs> When he had sexy time. I mean... When he had unconsensual physical contact. <laughs> when he rapes her over and over, which he will do for the next four months, he's very mechanical. It's almost like he has no feeling. He's not enjoying it. He's doing it for a reason. So let me ask you right now, take a wild guess. Why does he have this woman in his basement? And why is he, when he rapes her, it's just mechanical with no feeling? Like, wh what is he doing? He has like, why some does he trauma associated with his childhood and he is blacking out and he is deflecting onto his victim. That is my guess. After he beats her senseless with this wooden stick, he brings down a, a blue air mattress. And then a green one? And he puts it on the cellar floor. And after he was done beating her, like I said, he raped her. Quote, his grisly beard stung at my face and grated against my cheek. Back and forth, back and forth. Back and forth, back and forth. When he was done, he let out a satisfied sigh. <gasps> then he pushed himself off me, swiveled his body so he was at the right angle to me, and he laid his head on my lap, and then he fell asleep. No, I do not like that. I No, you don't have the right, sir. No one has the right to do that. Well, you said he has some mental problems. So I didn't say that. I was assume I was guessing about what his what why he was doing that, but that doesn't give him the right. He does not have the right to do that. Well, he doesn't have the right to lock someone in their cellar to begin with. I I, no, he doesn't. I never said that was a right either. A couple hours go by. He's snoozing. Now remember, she's chained up, and he is just on her lap, almost like a child. You know, he just got off inside of her, and then he just ah, uh, and he falls. Asleep sleep and he wakes up he comes to and he's kind of smiling that was a good oh a little nap cat nap and he goes upstairs he doesn't even say anything to nicole doesn't even say anything now she is freaking out all right there's a difference between a guy that locks you in the cellar and is very transparent i'm gonna beat the shit out of you because i like that sexually i'm gonna rape you all this stuff but this guy is different right this guy is falling asleep in her lap and as you'll see later being nice to her but then he's beating her senseless it's you know, it's it's the worst type of person, even worse than someone who would just do this, because is was this guy insane? Like a little bit. What's he going to do? A lot bit. Let me let me know in the live chat. Has anyone heard of this guy before? Because he's got a name that is so familiar in the true crime community, but I don't think a lot of people have covered him. No. I, I'm not sure, though. But it's weird because he's not like a normal killer. You know, Arthur Shawcross or Ted Bundy or something, they go out seeking victims and kill them. You know, this is not like that. This story is, is really demented. Gary wakes up. He gets off of uh, Nicole's lap. He goes upstairs. He's not really showing any emotions, but he goes upstairs for a few minutes. He comes back down with a shovel, mm. a spade. Oh. And this spade is, and it looks like it belonged in a dilapidated barn. Mm. It is rusty. Rusty. Does it have a long wooden, handle? Yeah, a long handle. It's one of those. Thick at the end. You got a long handle that's thick at the end. 
and it's wooden, but it's all splintered, and it's just like, okay, what's he gonna, what's he gonna do with this? Like, is the stick not good enough to mm. hit me? What is surreal to her? She is, she's so confused. This guy's holding me captive, but yet he's putting his head in my lap and falling asleep, like we're dating or something. And now yeah. he's he's getting a shovel. Is he gonna is he use it to cut my head off? Like, what what is going on in this guy's mind? He, she cannot tell for months that go by. Eventually, yeah. she will not be able to tell what this guy's thinking. He brings down the shovel and he walks over to her with the shovel and, and there's just blank look in his eye and he is looking at her. Now she's pressed up against the wall there and he's looking at her ankle. You have the chains wrapped around it and he takes the shovel and he brings it. Well, what do you guys think he's going to do with the shovel? He's either going to threaten her by look, like threaten it at her neck or he's going to make her dig her own grave. He takes the shovel and he starts kind of going over her toes with it. And it's real rusty, right? And a sharp point. Going over her toes, looking at it, swaying the shovel back and forth, not really saying anything. And then she's freaking out. He takes the shovel handle and with both arms, he brings it back up behind him. And he's just sitting there looking at her. And then all of a sudden, he plants it into the soil. Oh. And he starn'ts digging the hole some more. <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. I'm going to have more of my screwdriver now. Uh, I finished mine already, so I mean... I wanted that to freak Jen out. So this is what he's saying. He's he's digging this hole that he already threw her in. He's going to dig it some more. He's going to make this hole bigger. Why? Why does he care? Is she going to live in there permanently? This is what he's saying while he's digging. You know, Nicole, I brought you here for a reason. He began the cold steel of the shovel slicing through the damp, gritty earth. It's part of my plan. I want to have kids, you see, lots of them. I got kids already, but the state keeps taking them off me. Well, I got a way now of having kids so nobody can take them away anymore. You're just the start, Nicole. You're going to have my baby down here, but not just you. I want to get 10 girls down here so you all can have my children. And then I'll be able to raise my own kids without having anybody interfering. You said you got kids, so I know you can get pregnant. 10 women. I can't even handle one. <laughs> Ten women, kids. He's starting his own baby factory. Why is he so obsessed with having children? He's got four children already from four different women. However, they've all been taken from... We'll get more into that when we talk about his psychology. I really want you guys to figure out this guy's psychology and, and how he is. Not from me telling you, oh, he was born here, he did this, that, and the other. Like, I want you guys to figure it out by yourself, where you, by his actions. Why is he like this? Why does he want children? He is not fit to have a child. Why does he want children? Why does he want basement he, children? He, he, wants his, to, he wants to pass his genetics along. He thinks that he is a suitable, if not superior, uh, superior uh, specimen for passing along children. But I would say that if you got four children from four different women taken away from you, I would argue that you are probably not the best father figure. Well, let, let me, let me. So because he's not the best father figure, he wants to kidnap women to produce for him so that they don't have a say whether or not that the children are taken away. He's going to create some underground school of fatherhood that like they don't have. A he's like pretty much inventing a cult and he's probably going to like put some sort of um, like uh, like ding, ding. curriculum into place um, so that the children are like you know just him he is and he's the gonna take father. once the babies are are born he's gonna take 
he either he's going to once the baby is born get rid of the mother like kill her so that he's raising the child or he's gonna have some amount of like a, a multiple women underground subservient to him because he's keeping them alive and raising the children according to his philosophy which both are not okay neither of those options are okay sable does say he wants to start a cult hmm you think so? Yeah, I think that's what, pretty accurate. Is, 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 here's the thing. If you're listening to this, okay, yeah, another guy shoving women down a hole and raping them and getting them pregnant and having kids. We've done that. Go Have ba- we? Go, ba- go, yeah. back, go back to the house. This guy not only pulled up in a brand new caddy, oh, he God. also has a Roy's Royce. He is also, when he was arrested, when he was arrested, one, one, I'm just going to tell you one right now, one account, a single one. He has many. I'm just going to tell you one, one random one. He has a Merrill Lynch account with 500 plus thousand dollars in it. Damn. This was in 1986. Must be nice. So he, was he some That's idiot? That's probably got a lot of compound interest by he, now. He's some idiot, right? That just wants to do this. Like, w- w- what the fuck? He's living in a shady neighborhood. Got he's got the nicest car. Yeah. How did he get this money? I will tell you that he- He, he invested young and invested early. I just did that by he, do, attending a financial freedom seminar at my last conference. He invested in Berkshire. Hathaway, apparently. And that's how he's doing so well. Berkshire Hathaway? Yeah. What's that, Jen? Hi, you don't know what that is. I know it's a you know, financial snap, name. I don't yeah. know what the fuck it is. It I, thought like she said Ber- Berkshire. I thought she said Berkshire Highway, and I was like, Berkshire Hathaway? Hathaway? I don't know. It's TikTok, a financial thing. Warren Bennett's. TikTok, Kim Kardashian, all those fun things. I just admitted that I don't Warren know what the fuck it is. Makeup, so why are you making fun of me? Makeup. Um, what else? Uh, Stop TikTok. it. TikTok. I think I said Bennett, not Buffett. More TikTok. More TikTok. I don't watch financial TikToks because I don't understand it. Day two, still no food. She's been raped, beaten, but he does bring down a sip of water, a little styrofoam cup. Here, drink this. No food. But she's not really thinking about food at this time. She could hear him coming and going. It's better to have a source of hydration than a source of food because like, you need to have water to survive because you're, what, 60% water, 66% water. She could hear him coming and going, but like I said... Think about it. If he dies, she's fucked. Luckily for her, she's getting out of here. This is her last day here. She isn't staying in here anymore. She's She's got to get home. She is in the middle of a battle to get her kids back. She got a brand new apartment. She's been clean. She's been clean for weeks. Her dick boyfriend. He's she, not her boyfriend. He's a John. Her yes. dick Her dick boyfriend, who she got in, in an argument with, he's the reason she went back on the street that night. Oh, okay. Sorry. But she is on a roll here. CPS is waiting for her to continue being clean for just a couple more weeks. Then she can get her son back. Mm. If you decide to buy her book, I will say, you have to remember she is a crack addict, but she doesn't have the best life growing up, all right? Her son, who she had her other kids taken away, her brand new baby, was in the Philadelphia hospital Mm. at the point that she's in this dungeon. He's there because he's too small and that he had crack in his system. They got to beef him up. They got to increase the weight of this baby. And with withdraw him from crack. But when you read her story, her story is her coming through her own demons as well. She's in a hole for 24 hours. She's going to be doing a lot of thinking, a lot of reflecting about the mistakes she's made. And now she's in a hole in a in a future baby factory. And guess what? She is the number, the first one. There's supposed to be 10. 
Luckily, she's getting out today, though. She has long fingernails, and she can use those things to start scraping that crazy glue, trademark copyrighted, off those nuts. <laughs> she does that for hours. She That's is hard. trying. She is trying to chip yeah. off. She's trying to chip off this crazy glue so she can turn those nuts on her ankle chains and she can get free. See, that's something I can't, I I cannot have long nails. You can't grow nails? I mean, I can grow them. I don't like to. Yeah, I don't like nails. It feels weird. I literally, okay, so my nails this past week, I couldn't find my nail clippers. So they were above my fingernail. I don't like it. I feel like. I don't either. Well, you know what? I think it started when I was working at Subway and I knew that I couldn't have like nail polish or anything like that. But I don't know. I just feel like I need to be able to do things on my fingers. I don't like having nails. I don't like the feeling of having a broken nail. So that's just. I agree with that. This lady, I'm feeling her. She is. Oh, I didn't want to read her book at first. I'm like, honestly, I'm like, all right. I even told Nicole, it's like, I just got to read this crackhead's book. Because you felt like you had to. But then I started reading it. I was like, all right. I mean, she probably had a ghostwriter, obviously. But fuck, she she knew she was a shit shit bag. She, She knew that she shouldn't have done that to her kids. Like, she's not backing away from it. Why she's in the hole? She put herself there. And she says it in her book. But she also says, I'm a fighter. I'm going to get out of here. And guess what? She wrote a book. So she makes it out. But other women don't. You and know what? I like that, though, that, you know, she had some addiction problems. And she was forced to be without that addiction while she was in the hole. She already had children. And, you know, did was her being addicted to crack a good life decision for her? No, but maybe she did, felt like she didn't have a choice. And then she had that addiction and she fought through it and she dealt with this guy's abuse and got through it at the end. She's a survivor, you said. So, you know, just because she had an addiction problem doesn't make her a bad person. It just means that she struggled, had a struggle. Everyone yeah. has their struggles. Everyone has their struggles. Yeah. And could you really blame her? Josephine, aka Nicole, she's in this hole. Yeah, she put herself there for her bad choices. But can you really blame her? You know, she can't really remember this because it's a she was only six months old. But her, mo- her mother walked out on her. Her and her siblings. I don't mean walked out like, okay, I'm giving you to my grand, giving you to your grandparents. I mean, walked out of the apartment and left them there. The oldest of her siblings was not even two years old. Her siblings or her children? Her biological mother walked out of their apartment and left three kids, the oldest being not even two years old, there. Just walked out and left left the state. That's hard to recover from. She was starving. That's almost impossible to recover from if you're under two. At six months old, she was left by her mother with no food for days. Her and her siblings for days. Luckily, a neighbor, since it's an apartment, got a little worried because there's like this constant baby crying. Let's call the police. The mother was never arrested, but Nicole never saw her mother again. She had a foster mother who she loves and that's who she claims is her real mother and did take care of her. But yeah, I mean, you can say she had a pretty, pretty rough start. She started crack at 14. I mean, this was the crack epidemic. We're in Philadelphia. This is when the crack epidemic was blossoming. So at 14, hey, let's go smoke some weed. I, you know, I was 14. Yeah, sure. I'll smoke some weed with you, dog. At 14, hey, let's go smoke some crack for her. Because during the crack epidemic, guess what? You get really addicted to crack, you know? So she got really addicted. And she's only 26 now. So that was 12 years ago. She's got three kids now. And now she's locked in a dungeon, the first cog in a baby factory. Mm. I mean, how the fuck do you end up there? She does have a good story. I will say that. 
It almost reminds me of that scene from Succession where Kendall is. is like, it, if it's a new episode, don't don't. It's say not it. a new one. It's from like season one or two, where he like is on his drug kick and then he like is smoking crack with a bunch of people in um I don't even remember Vegas or like New Mexico or something, and they're like, and then Roman comes to get him. This is be- this is in early season. Juliet and I have been watching Succession. I think it's in like season show. two or one or two. Anyway, the hottest character in that show is the older CFO. Oh, I love her, Jerry. I do things to her and her wrinkles. <laughs> Day two, she has no food. He hasn't even attempted to really bring her anything, but she couldn't really care less. She does hear him come and go. She hears that Cadillac pulling out, and she does fall into a routine, which I'm going to tell you. And this. Not a very good routine. But she sees a chance to get out. She starts using her, she uses her fingernails and she is scraping around. She is scraping off the crazy glue from her ankle chains. She gets one of them out. Her left leg completely free. She, she unscrews these nuts and she, she's not completely free. You know, she still has one on her leg, but she has enough, enough slack in her chains to reach up to the little hole that's in the cement wall built there for ventilation. I'm talking about the whole size of a shoebox. Her body couldn't fit out of it, but half of it could, perhaps. You know, they put those there to literally provide some sort of ventilation. Now, that hole goes out to the alleyway. And if you remember the Google Earth, there are a lot of houses there. Very close together. Very close together. Mm. All she has to do is to get right at that hole and start screaming. Help me, help me, help me. When she does get to that hole, she starts to hear very sort of faintly, but she hears guys in the neighborhood talking. She can hear them so they can hear her. Even though the radio is blasting, she decides to yell, to scream at the top of her lungs. She's got that one ankle free now. She's home alone. She's at that little hole and she is just belting out like she has never done before. She doesn't care if it ruins her throat forever. She's screaming, help, help, help. She hears those voices, distant voices kind of go silent. They heard me. Oh my God, these people heard me. She doesn't hear anyone coming though. No. So she keeps screaming. Keep she's, going, girl. She's like, you know what? There's a lot of Hispanics in this neighborhood. Mm. All right, well, I know Spanish. Ooh, por, yo hablo. Por favor, venga y me ayude. She is screaming, screaming, screaming. Help me, help me. There's a maniac. He's got me down here. She has enough slack to get that wooden stick that she's been beaten with. Still has her blood on it. Still has her scar tissue and her some of her skin cells on it. She grabs it. She puts it out that hole and she starts just going back and forth. She's actually hitting the wooden fence that you guys saw on Google Earth. That fence between the alley of the two homes. Dang, you think that makes this a noise? She's making a lot of noise. A lot of noise. She is actually about to pull the whole fence down beating it so hard that the whole fence was starting to come down. That's what she says. The men's voices got quiet. They hear her. All they got to do is come rescue her. Or, you know what? I'm not dealing with that, but I'll call the cops. Fuck it, you know, whatever. I must have been out there for 20 minutes screaming myself hoarse, but no one took any notice. And the next thing I knew, I felt a yank on my chain. Mm. That yank is Gary. He's back and he is pissed. He could hear it. The neighbors could hear it. 
those guys that she was hearing that stopped talking, they heard it. He is furious. He goes downstairs and he starts reeling her in like a catfish. The biggest catfish he just caught on a line. Get over here. Like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Get over here. Just reeling her in. She has her arms outside of that little air vent hole. She ain't going nowhere. She gonna stay and she gonna fight and she's gonna keep screaming. But he is just determined. So now her body is stretching out. Must feel good for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But how strong is this guy? He's pretty strong. Mm -hmm. He can pull pretty hard. Mm -hmm. This is from her own words. Please, will someone please call the cops? He's crazy. He's chained me up. Please help. I know you can hear me. Just call the cops. Call the goddamn cops. This nut is going to kill me. Please help. Help. She finally feels that chain slack up. Oh my God, I did it. Maybe he's getting arrested right now. Maybe he's getting beat up. Who cares? He let go of the chain. That's all I care about. A little sense of relaxation. She's still yelling, but then she notices that right outside that little hole, she sees his feet. He had ran around in the alley to his own house, and he is trying to kick her back in that hole. Mm. He can't pull her in with the chain, apparently, so he's going to kick her in. Without saying a word, he tried to push me back into the hole, but I fought him and he couldn't get a hold of my limbs to push them back in. We were scuffling in his backyard, a naked woman on the ground with one leg chained inside the house. It was broad daylight and still nobody responded. He's kicking her to get back in. No one's coming to help. This is this is noon. There are people driving, walking. I mean, you saw the neighborhood, dude. What? He runs back into the basement. He starts pulling again, but this time he has this fervor. He is going to pull with an intensity that is coming up from the pits of hell. He's going to, no matter what, either pull her leg straight from her socket or pull her back in from the window. So he starts pulling so hard that her knee, and she'll say this in the book, in her testimony, he's pulling so hard that she can feel her knee starting to come out of the socket. It's got that little socket there that the knee ball fits in, and it's starting to come out a little bit and a little bit more, and she can feel it, and it feels like, okay, this is going to just break. It's going to break, and she's trying to scream, and she doesn't want to let go of this. She's got her position in this hole, and she doesn't want to let go because she knows She's got to keep trying, but it's coming out and it's pulling harder and harder and harder. And then finally, she... Her knee or her hip? Her knee and her hip. He's pulling so hard that it's going to break everything. So she finally relents and she's back there on the floor. He is right there with her, wooden stick in hand, wailing on her. On her face, her eyes are swelled shut. She is beaten so hard and thrown in the hole. And days go by. That's her punishment in the hole. In the in a hole in a basement with a board put over the hole. No light, no nothing. Crazy, right? This is basically Nicole's routine. When things get settled, a couple of days go by. She wakes up in the morning. She's still chained in the hole. He brings her out of the hole, gives her some bread and water, which she finally got on day three. Gary would come down in the morning with bread and water. He would then rape her, ejaculate inside of her. Because remember, he's trying to make a baby farm here. Mm-hmm. He's got to do this every morning and every night. Same routine. Same routine. But how would he know if he impregnated her? Is he giving her a pregnancy test every Every day, or you, I mean, you know, well, I'll tell you why because he's going to have more people down here, but he's going to start tracking their periods. 
Right. So, I mean, it, so so did he start assaulting her after he realized where her period was? Or did he start assaulting her right away in hopes of impregnating her? He's going to... Not that it matters. He's, he's gonna still rape assaulting her. her. He's going to rape her every day until she's pregnant. Until he sees a baby bump. And then he can stop. Because he's only there for one thing. He's making a baby factory. So, he would come down in the morning with bread and water, rape her, and then take that shovel and start digging again. Because he's got to get 10 women down there. He needs a big asshole, right? And then eventually, while she's tied up, he would leave. And she would hear him leave and he would put her in the hole. One day, day five, Nicole hears Gary's car come back and he's yelling. He's screaming. He's upset. He is just irate. Just, but he's not yelling at her. He's upstairs. She can hear all this. What the fuck? Why? What is he yelling about? Is he yelling to himself? He's talking to himself. He's mumbling. He's yelling, going on and off. He starts crying at one point. She hears all this <gasps> crying. What a fucking maniac. What the fuck is this guy going to do? All of a sudden, the door opens to the basement. He walks down. She hears the footsteps. But he has something in his left arm that he is gripping ever so tightly. It's a naked black woman. And he is dragging her downstairs. Sandra Nicole. Nicole, this is Sandra. He said as if introducing a pair of strangers at a dinner party. I looked at the poor girl naked and shivering obviously confused and scared as hell. Do you think she's going to make it out? 